Hey, bro. Yo, yo. Hey, grab that. Grab that. Grab that drink real quick. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh, um, yeah. No doubt. I got the smoke. We good, man. Shit. We ready, man. Let's get it. Let's rock. Welcome to the B&B Report. I'm your host, Mike G, with my co-host here, Tone. What's going on with your party people? Man, today on the B&B Report, we got State of the Hip Hop for you, some NFL news, some NBA news. We're going to talk about the tree um, and today's brew. So let's get right into it, fam. What we smoking like today? Well, today we got on the menu. We got a little Girl Scout cookie, man. Yes. I picked this up from my uh, my big brother. You know what I'm saying? On my way over here to the studio today. Okay, okay. Smelling real good, bro. Um, shit, you can take a look at it. You know I already twist some of this shit up. Now, I'm going to tell you, I haven't smoked it. So I don't know what it's going to do. You know what I mean? You go ahead and check that out. Check that out real quick. I mean, I got a couple rolled oh, up yeah, over here. Yeah, I've had Girl Scout cookie in the past, man, so... No, no bad reviews here, but we're gonna see how it go towards the end of the show, man. But you, you, you already know how it go, man. Oh yeah, strands vary. Yeah, they vary. Definitely, so definitely. We're gonna see what it do, man. Um, toast to the boogie. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and toast that up, my man. Jump right into it, man. Um, yeah, I just wanna start off talking about a little hip hop. We've had an interesting uh past month, so we're gonna kind of do like a mini state of the hip state of hip hop right now. Um. Who are some of the, the artists right now that you've been kind of listening to lately? Like who, who who's hot right now? Who, who's on fire to you right now that you would like to see continue that momentum? I'm not even gonna hold you up. I I really fuck with the baby right now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it, it might be slightly biased because you know baby's from North Carolina. Yeah, definitely. And I got roots from down there. Yeah, that Carolina, you know what that I Carolina mean? connection. I called down there. You know, and I asked my people for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Like you know, I had to check his resume. Is he thorough? Yeah. The baby is. Who he say he is, bro. The baby is definitely thorough. I got a glimpse of that just by seeing him intermingle with my favorite artist, J. Cole. Um, when J. Cole give you that that love, um, that's big. But just personally, the baby hasn't grown on me yet. But I, I kind of feel like maybe he will. Um, I really like that track with him and J. Cole and that Dreamville project. Um, I'm, I'm feeling shook. The, the aggression, the, the delivery... His delivery kind of reminds me of that um, that Wiz Khalifa type of thing. I'm going to pronunciate really well, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be loud, and my delivery is going to be sharp. So, yeah, the baby has that going for him, and um, I'm definitely feeling that, man. Um, right, But right now, for me, um, and, 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 this, and this is kind of strange for me to say this, but Young Thug, man, um, shout out to Young Thug, man. Fire, fire album. I mean, it's all over the the radio right now. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the, the name of that track, man. Uh, can't think of it right now, but um, Young Thug has a dope project out. Spotify actually put out their top 10 albums of 2019. What is it looking like? And uh, it reads as this. I'm going to kind of go backwards, man. Go ahead. Um, from, t- from 10 to 1. Give it to me from the, from the bottom to the uh, top. Because at at the very bottom, at number 10... I can tell y'all right now, I don't know who this is. Maybe once we publish the show for tomorrow, you guys can give us some comments and respond and, and let us know. Who is Baby King? Um, Baby King? Die for my bitch. 
at number 10. I'm about to Google that tonight. Um, Baby King. Die um, for my bitch. Number 9, I'm just going to let y'all know, Megan Thee Stallion does not have a debut album. Um, Megan Thee Stallion's Fever is still number 9. It was it was, it was was released sometime late last year or early this year, but it's still on fire. Right. Uh, 20, at number 8, 21 Savage. I am. I like it. I, I gave it some time. It, it kind of grew on me. But I'm feeling the beats. I'm feeling the content, subject matter. Um, not the most, not the most lyrical guy, but he he does have direction. He's pretty good for this mumble rapper generation. Yes, absolutely. Number seven, one of my all-time favorite groups, Little Brother, put quietly snuck in and put out um, made made the Lord watch. Shout out to uh, Fonte too. Uh, <coughs> last year he dropped a solo project mm. that, that was fire. Uh, so yeah, coming in number seven, uh, Little Brother. Number six, they have DJ Mustard's uh, de- debut with Perfect Perfect Ten. Right now, I'm gonna say it's fire. Uh, I've only heard about five or six tracks off of it. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Young Thug is also on this uh, DJ Mustard uh, album. Okay, okay. Number five, Rhapsody, female rapper. Okay. The name of her album is Eve. Um, she's a very very lyrical um, female artist. Um, not your average, you know. Sex symbol type, raunchy, sort of uh, kind of female rapper. She's stripper more, rap. Call it what it is, bro. Yeah, stri- yeah, we can go that route. Stripper, stripper rap. rap. Rhapsody is more. Um, I'm gonna jump into the, the the meat and potatoes of it and get lyrical with you. You know, mm. uh, a, a more polished, cleaned up version of Remy Ma, and, and that's not even a knock on Remy Ma. It's just Rhapsody knows how to how to carry a um, a track. Okay. Uh, coming in at number four, man. Probably my favorite album this year, um, Young Thug, man. Meet me at the London. So much fun. One of, that's one of my favorite tracks off the album. Oh, yeah. Shout out to J. Cole, Travis Scott, Young Thug for that one. Oh, yeah. Number three, Yo Guy, North Carolina, Fayetteville. I believe Fayetteville, right? Uh, I think he's from Fayetteville, but he's claiming Charlotte because look, that's one of those things okay. where you know where... Um, where people aren't familiar with the region, mm-hmm. they know the most popular city. Shout out to Charlotte, Queen City. Mm-hmm. Facts. They don't know, you know. Shout out to Raleigh region. too. Yeah, they don't know the region. They just know the most popular city. Mm-hmm. So you know. But I heard, you know, he 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 has actually resided in mm-hmm. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He has actually made moves in Charlotte. So it's not like you know what I'm saying. He mm-hmm. just putting on the put on. Please continue. Right. So they got the baby at number three. Um, and coming in number two, man, more Carolina for you guys, man. The Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers mm. uh, project. The baby is also on that with yes. J. Cole. Yes. I'm I'm so uh glad that J. Cole showed that love for a new up and coming artist. And um number one is kind of surprising because Who you I, got at number one, man? I feel like I I've been sleeping on dude, uh Freddie Gibbs. What? Freddie Gibbs has a project, and let me make sure I say this right. Bandana. Bandana, Freddie Gibbs Bandana is okay. number one on Spotify's albums of the year for uh, 2019, y'all. Okay. So, so there it is, little short, small state of hip hop. Um, some big names in there: Megan Thee Stallion, like I said, the Baby, Young Thug. A few names you might not be familiar yep. with. A uh, few, like I said, we don't know yet who Baby Keem is, but maybe we'll find out, and maybe they fire. Uh, I got two people I want to shout out right now that I've been rocking with lately. They're not in this top 10, but I'm pretty sure if it was a top 20, they would be in it. Who's that? Um, shout out to uh, Young Dolphin Key Glock, man. Okay. They've been making some noise. Okay. Good music to ride to, smoke to. 
burn one too. Um, yeah, Key Glock and uh, Young Dolph uh, kind of got similar styles. You might <coughs> you might get mixed up when you listen to Key Glock and think it's Young Dolph, but you know how that is when two people run in the same camp, they end up kind of mirroring styles, kind of like when we uh, experience Eminem and D12, and right? The locks and that kind of thing. But okay. yeah, shout out to Young Dolph and that man. If I had to give a shout out right now, I gotta give a shout out to Fab, man. Oh, shout Fab! Out to, shout Fab, out to Fab is still doing his thing right now, and I, I, I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. Shout out to Fab! I was listening to. Uh, let me get this right. Uh, I believe it's called uh, Summertime. Summertime Shootout Three. Yeah, man. Yeah. I I literally played that whole project last night and didn't touch a song. I didn't, That's what's up. I didn't budge, man. And I was thoroughly impressed with the with the joints with Meek Mills. Um, yeah, shout out to Meek Mill for for hopping on that that Fab because he 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 kind of complimented Fab. Uh, from a feature standpoint, so yeah, like shout out to Fab, man. That's a that's a fire project right there. You need some fire for that, fam. You good? Oh, no, I'm good, man. It's burning nice, man. Okay. Good Girl Scout cookie, man. You uh, want to add anything else uh, with the hip hop, man? As far as hip hop right now, um, I don't know, man. Uh, by the time this airs, I'll know. You know, tomorrow's supposed to be uh, December twenty, December eighteenth. And uh, Takashi Six Nine, so uh, you know, Release. We're, we're gonna find out if he's gonna get out of jail or not, man. With time served. Now, what I've been hearing is uh, all the back talk is on the internet and through the grapevine that um, the government's gonna drop all the charges. So if they're gonna drop all the charges, if they're gonna drop all the charges, then you can count that either as they're completely releasing him or time served. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's going to be interesting to see what's going on with that tomorrow. Definitely. But, you know, other than that, man, you know. Definitely. I also was, like, reading some of the comments about how he's going to be uh, perceived and uh, welcome back into the hip-hop game. And um, it's been split down the middle. You got some people think this whole situation is just going to boost him up. He's going to take off. You got some people think he need to go in hiding. And he, he, he won't be able to show his face again. He won't be accepted in hip-hop. I'm I'm on the fence with it. I I feel like he's gonna have a um, a, a viewership there that's gonna still support him and entertain the bullshit. I'm gonna call it the bullshit, bro. That man signed a two album, ten million dollar deal. Oh yeah, so he has he has a fulfill. Trust me, he's coming out talking shit. You can fulfill and tank. You can fulfill and sell just enough to to please the the, the label, but yeah, he's gonna fulfill that definitely, definitely. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to have my eyes open on that tomorrow to see what's going on. What else we got on tap for today? Man, um, I guess we can just uh, jump right into a little bit of NFL, man. Um, this past Sunday, um, I which I didn't know this was getting ready to happen, uh, Drew Brees passed Peyton Manning's uh, regular season touchdown record. Really? Because Peyton Manning still has the playoff record. But, um... Shout out to Drew Brees, man. That's amazing, man. Uh, I remember when Drew Brees first came out mm-hmm. out of Purdue, man. Um, they, they talked about his height, which they've done that with several quarterbacks. San Diego took him, right? San Diego took him. He played there for about four, <coughs> four or five years, maybe. Okay. Had some nice runs with LT and um and and, and Gates and mm-hmm. and, and Seau and those guys over there. 
And then eventually, eventually they had to make a decision because he had a, a very crucial injury. Yeah, that shoulder. Yeah, right? he tore his shoulder up, man, and uh, he was he was on the road that last year in San Diego before that injury, and um, they they decided to go with Philip Rivers, and uh, he was traded to New Orleans, and the rest is history. No, it's more history to that too, because don't don't forget that um, the Chargers actually drafted Eli Manning. Well, and yeah, but that's on, play there. But that's more. You of know a, what I mean? That's, that's more Philip Rivers. Guy. That's more of a backstory. Well, you know, if you want to just talk about that, because yeah. you know, if we just talking about Drew Brees, tore his shoulder up and was given a golden opportunity to to, to have this relationship he has with Sean Payton. Yes. But did just touching on that, that could have changed the whole complexion or direction of his career completely. Because if if you Eli Manning and you stay in San Diego. What did that would have been like? Exactly. What if Phillip Rivers went to the Giants? What did that been like? Exactly. And all of that came into play because of the fear of what happened to Drew Brees' show. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that is an interesting point, though, man. I remember that like it was yesterday. It's, it's funny how much time has passed because those are one of those drafts. I, I don't remember many drafts, but that was one that was just like, it was a lot of drama, man. You got the whole Manny family in the building and they kind of controlling the narrative, and some of the other picks in the draft was getting slept on. Um, you know, me, I'm sitting there wondering where Phillip Rivers going to go, where where Roethlisberger going to go, and this whole time, the, the Manny family, they controlling the narrative. So it's almost like depending on where I want to go, that's where y'all going to go. So that, that 04 draft was crazy, man. But he got his way. He got to New York, got two Super Bowls. You know, Drew Brees made it to um, – New Orleans got his one Super Bowl. Phillip Rivers, uh. <laughs> close but no cigar. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about that playoff picture, man? Yeah, How's man. that looking? That, that playoff picture is looking is looking real frantic right now. Three? No way. I take that back. Four teams at what eleven and three in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So we still don't have a one and two seed. So it's gonna be a crazy week sixteen and seventeen. Race to the for finish. Sure. Yeah, man. Um. Just to kind of like put a, heavy, a heavier scope on it, who you rocking with this week, man? I know we discussed this last week, but you know we got we, we got to do our weekly, daily update. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, if you're asking me right now, it's a race to the finish line for those teams at the bottom. It's a couple of teams already know their tickets are punched. Mm-hmm. Now these last two games may be meaningful for a handful of teams but just, for other teams just a handful, yeah, yeah for other teams i wouldn't be surprised if they start resting some starters if they start you know being being more mindful of the play calling your patriots and, your, exactly your, your bravens your, your, your san francisco san francisco seahawks your even your new your, orleans your packers your saints exactly um, exactly, and maybe outside of those teams we just named, maybe the Texans maybe might, might still play for something. Yeah, yeah, but see, other than that, man, you know, I expect it to be pretty entertaining football. And even if the starters don't play, I don't mind that because I like getting a chance to take a look at the new guys, mm-hmm. see what the young guys coming up, you know, see what they can do. Definitely. So I appreciate that right there. And it kind of gives you a chance to see what other players these coaches might use in the playoffs, that kind of thing. And what if somebody goes down? You need to know what a guy do, and there's nothing mm-hmm. better than actual game speed. Seeing who's next up. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So you can so you can go ahead and plug and play. So um, me personally, man, I like this this uh 
this playoff picture so far because I'm seeing four teams at the top of that NFC that all have a chance to go to Super Bowl. Which, if I'm if I'm being biased, I don't want to see the Packers go, but they're in that mix. So see, <laughs> so Seattle, San Fran, New Orleans, and I you know I hate to say it, Green Bay, but out of that out of that four. I'm going to go ahead right now, if I had to, to put my money on it, I'm going to go New Orleans for, for the last hurrah type thing. You know what I'm saying? I think I think Sean Payton and uh, Drew Brees looking at last year, and they saying to themselves, we let a golden opportunity slip from us because it shouldn't have came down to that last play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and make up for that this year. And I see that happening for New Orleans. Not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I do see them getting there. And, and giving us a hell of a Super Bowl. And then jumping over to that AFC, man, it's kind of the same situation because you, you, you're going to have six teams in the playoffs, but that four, I'm just focusing on those top four today. I'm going to have to say Baltimore, New England, Kansas City, and um, it's looking like maybe the Texans and the Titans are kind of battling for that division. But that that is the fourth, it, albeit it's a it's a weak fourth team. That's your that's your fourth, either Tennessee or Houston. But Baltimore, KC, and New England, <coughs> man, <coughs> really starting to feel that momentum from Baltimore, but really starting to feel that hunger from the Chiefs. And those those past three four years, which by the way, I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, even when Alex Smith was at the helm, and it's crazy. I picked the same team for the last two or three years and made it to the Super Bowl. And and the head coach is Andy Reid, so go figure. So how you feeling about that AFC fan? My playoff picture is real short and sweet this week. Baltimore out the AFC. And I'm going to say it just because you won't say it. You know what I mean? You the straight-laced guy. I don't give a fuck. What? Fuck Green Bay. I don't give a fuck if y'all <laughs> make it to the playoffs. Eat a dick, bitch. Fuck you, cheesehead, faggot-ass niggas. <laughs> NFC, San Francisco. I like that. I like that. Um, so, just to recap, fam, you got Baltimore and San Fran. Yes, sir. We had that in 2012. Um, Harborough, Harborough. You mentioned that last yeah, time. Yeah, Thank yeah. Thank you. Two brothers, man. Thank um, you. That was, a, that was a dope Super Bowl. I remember when the lights went out. The brothers Harborough. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. And um, that actually was played in, in New Orleans. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and you know what? You know what? Since you said that, I got a feeling just to fucking jinx me. Watch fucking New Orleans go on the run, and I'm gonna have to come in here and eat fucking crow and be like, okay, all right, fucking Drew Brees did it again. That's right, man. You know what I mean? He fucking did it again. I mean, San Fran looks good. <coughs> they look good, man. But if you putting two quarterbacks against each other and last minute drives and a tight playoff game, I'm taking Drew Brees right now. But but will Garoppolo do it going down the line? Yes, he's going to do it because he has to make Bill Belichick look like he was a genius. He ha- he has to show why San Fran traded for him and gave up the draft picks and the assets they gave up, man. So I see it happening in the future. But this year, if we just looking at those four quarterbacks, Garoppolo's not ready. Drew Brees wants to make up for last year, him and Sean Payton. Aaron Rodgers has just been maintaining all year. They just been getting by. Nothing too explosive. Nothing, nothing that scares you. Nothing like that. And um, well, uh, with, with Russell Wilson in Seattle, um, I just don't see it. 
I think he's okay. been carrying too much of the load in Seattle. Okay, so, hold on, hold on. So that's why I'm taking uh, Drew hold Brees on, and uh, the Saints. So let me get this straight. You say Garoppolo's not ready. Not ready. Not not for that playoff. Why why do you situation. say that? Why do you say that? Yeah, he has has he shown you that he's ready in the playoffs yet? Okay, this is my one question for you. Did what it, was Tom Brady ready? His second year when they went to a chip? He showed you though. Nah, man. He was a fucking six round pick, man. He's yeah, a but fucking, no, no, no. You know no, what? No, you know, no, no. Even, you, even no, regardless no. of where he was picked. No, listen. He showed bro. you in college. No. He showed you when um, Drew Bledsoe went out. No. I'm ready. That's what do, I'm talking no. about. Do you know why Tom Brady is beloved? Because he never fucking forgot where he was picked, bro. It's not about his talent. It's not about. It's not a talent thing. No, no. That, see, no, yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. It's not about his talent. It's not about his skills. It's about the will of the fucking warrior. Right. That's what it's about, man. Your heart. Something I wish my fucking team had. Side note. But you got you to gotta pay attention to, like, patterns and the way shit go. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and, and um, Garoppolo's paths are different. So we can't, we can't say... What Garoppolo can do yet? He hasn't he hasn't shown us anything outside of this fourteen game stretch. That's it. No playoffs at all. So I'm taking the guy that that's been there. That's it's all. all it's look, almost like look, see when, that, when look, people when people look, bet look, against look, the Patriots. Look, that's all. That's all good and said. But you still got to remember this. He's coming in with shy, with Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. as his coach. Shout out to Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Matt Ryan misses you, by the way. Yes, facts. He's coming in as his head coach and play caller. So I don't really think the defense in New Orleans might be prepared for some things that Sean had up his sleeve. Because you gotta think about it. As an OC, you 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 all a great OC, you're gonna develop your fucking offense around your quarterback that you have already. So let me ask you this, fam. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know if you, you paid attention to it or caught any other action between the, the 49ers and the Saints game in a loss I felt like that defense was broken for the first time this year the 49ers? yeah definitely okay definitely that man threw the ball all over that dome that day. But listen both, you, both but those listen, guys but listen what you said but listen what you said that day that's the first time you've seen a chink in their armor but and I understand this, and it's, it's any given Sunday that's why they line up and step in between mm-hmm. the numbers to play it out this is my point right here. All Garofalo has to do is not lose the game. Period. And I was like, when I was saying... What, so what, is Garofalo ready for that shootout with Drew Brees in, in the last three minutes of a playoff game? I don't even feel like it's Garofalo. I feel like if whoever the defensive coordinator for the Saints is ready for what the fuck Kyle Shanahan got up his sleeve. Because, like, I was trying to allude to that, okay, even when you're an offensive coordinator, if you're a good offensive coordinator, you should cater your offense to the quarterback that you have. Mm -hmm. That does not necessarily mean that you don't have plays that you've had stashed away. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm an OC and I finally get a chance Mm -hmm. to be a head coach and I'm known Mm -hmm. as an offensive coach, Mm -hmm. you feel me? And I got got San Francisco. I'm Kyle Shanahan. I got Frisco. Mm -hmm. We wheeling and dealing. We looking pretty good. Okay, we took some L's. Every team fucking loses. Mm-hmm. Last team to go undefeated lost in the game that meant everything. Ha, ha, right, ha, ha. right, right. But my point is, <laughs> we wheeling and dealing, right? Definitely, okay, definitely. I got some shit that I got tucked up my sleeve, fam. 
that ain't nobody seen yet. Right. You know what I mean? That's some closed practice type shit right there. Yeah, and we saw some of that uh, in Atlanta. So I, I respect I respect the game, man. With uh, Kyle Shanahan, man, I love it, man. Actually, man, I really do. I, I even I even love it. I even love it for Garoppolo because it actually really gives him a solid chance to prove, <coughs> to, prove to everybody. <laughs> that he's legit That he's going to be elite And I believe he is I really do I really see it coming man Listen More so than Your Jerry Goss Your uh, Carson Wentz Listen. Garoppolo Don't Listen. know if that was the same draft But I'm just gonna give it You know I'm just gonna give that love To Garoppolo see, Look I this, feel you look, on that. This is the whole problem that we have The quarterback Gets all the praise when he wins He gets all the blame when they lose Mm-hmm. That's just how it fucking goes, bro. Mm-hmm. And when it all boils down to it, everybody knows That's real. it takes a fucking team to win the game. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, man. But um, I feel you. I feel you on that with San Fran, man. And um, I know, I know it's gonna come down to them two teams. It's gonna be a good game. Oh yeah. And I kind of feel like it might some, even fuck I, around and be San, San Fran and fucking New Orleans in, in, the, in the in the NFC championship. No, that's what I'm going with. I think them two teams is getting ready to take over that one and two seed right now. Okay. Because that, that, that game that San Fran visits Seattle, I'm going to get at the San Fran. That puts Seattle in that fourth spot. Look, you go ahead. Or that, or look, that fifth seed, I think. Look, you go ahead and finish that off. I'm five. This other block. Oh, for sure, man. Keep that girl scout going. But, um, <coughs> yeah, man. Just, just looking at it from the full scope, them two teams going to end up taking this one and two seed and meeting up in the NFC Championship, man. I think it's going to be a, a nice game. They already gave us the preview. San Fran pulled it out. I just didn't expect the score to be like that or for that defense to kind of break down like that. Michael Thomas, man, they was going nuts. Michael Thomas is, and look, in my opinion, this year, this year, Beth wide receiver in the game. Oh, definitely. Beth wide receiver yeah, in the game. Definitely, definitely. I like to see that best wide receiver title swing around. A certain guy holds it down for three to four years. And we, we get that. And these sporadic little spurts, man. We, we had your Calvin Johnsons and your, your A.J. Greens. But see, you know what people don't realize? Every, some of everybody. Your T.O. With the Randy. sport, your resume renews every year. I don't, you know. Yes, new opportunity. Yeah, when it's over, we could talk about your legacy. We could talk about your career and what you've done. I'm in the season. You know, we like to be ready. You know, we're gonna see. And I'm just gonna put this out here. I can't speak for wins and losses when I say this, y'all. But that boy Kennedy Galladay about to be in that top, that top five receivers next year. He a beast. Listen, if 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 he ain't there right now, listen. That's just that's just all production, bro. Fuck them wins and losses. My man got down this year. The only jersey that I have for the Detroit Lions, I still. You remember when we was doing our thing, and uh, me and fam, and then we went to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got that fucking Calvin Johnson throwback. Yeah. I mean, not Calvin no, Johnson. Barry, got Sanders. Barry Sanders. Barry, Barry Sanders. Sanders throwback. I still got that Barry Sanders throwback to this day, fam. That's the only jersey I have. Right. I wanted to get a Megatron, but he retired. And out of respect, and I love him so much, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get an 81. Nobody should ever wear 81 for the Honolulu Blue and Gray. No, it's going to be retired. It's going to be retired. He okay. A, he a legend. 
I thought about getting Matty Staff because I love him. When I look at him, you know, I feel like T.O. That's my quarterback. But Galladay, I get a Galladay, bro. You know, what's, you know what's crazy. I get a guy. I get a Galladay, and it's somebody you know. I have to get them a a number nine. You know what I'm saying? I get a custom Lions joint, fam. Yeah, yeah. I get I get my my last name or whatever name I want on it, and get my number. Oh, I told you my favorite jersey of, of all time. It's a custom jersey, bro, with the number twelve on it, with it custom spelled out in the back, capital P H U. C K. Read the back of my jersey. Fuck twelve. That's dope. <laughs> I'm wearing it at the concerts. Fuck twelve. I might wear it at the concerts, man. Speaking of concerts, um, Jeezy was in town last weekend, bro. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to Jeezy, man. Shout out to Jeezy. They they tagged the Jeezy and friends, and um, he brought like Tiana Taylor and um. Couple of the younger rappers, man. I mean, it was nice, man. The baby was in the house. Yeah. Meg, uh, was it Meg there, or was it somebody else? I'm thinking about. Um, they had a singer there, man. Um, but it was it was a pretty pretty dope dope look. I didn't heard a lot of good reviews. I don't know if Jeezy on his farewell farewell type thing right now. I know he been dating uh, Miss Jeannie Ma from uh, the Real. Um, it's been rumors about them possibly trying to tie the knot next summer and uh, uh, a last trap or die and <coughs> another another thug motivation <coughs> and just rumors man I want to hear it I'm ready for it man cause uh, I grew up on Jeezy man like that that was our chronic when uh, thug motivation dropped so mm. man ain't nothing but love man it's like it's like Jeezy from the D you know what I'm saying like this like this home for that nigga man listen listen that listen, nigga come here eat home. Listen. Straight up. I have it on personal. Do you hear me, family? I mean, personal. One-on-one conversation. That that motherfucker came out and was like, I love Detroit. This is my second home. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And the crowd went fucking ape shit because, you know, they love him and, we, you know, we love him. Just wanted to throw that in there, you know what I'm saying? Favorite, Do your thing, Jesus. My Jesus. favorite album of all time, Thug Motivation, one-on-one. Facts. Bro, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. I lived a whole different level of life, nigga. Let's not even go there. Look, hit me off with some NBA, bro. What's going on in the NBA, man? NBA right now, man, it's crazy, man. Um, we saw it coming once everybody signed all their free agents and everything got settled back in um, July and August. And, um... The Lakers got AD, the Clippers got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook went to Houston, and what's crazy about everything that's going on right now, the Milwaukee Bucks lost players and are one of the most dangerous teams in the league right now, and that's just, to me, that's Giannis taking that next step, and that's Chris Middleton, shout out to Chris Middleton, man, I'm sorry the Pistons traded you, man, that, that hurt me, man. So I'm glad you're all starting on and you balling. So Milwaukee, right now at 24 and four, went on an 18 game winning streak. Just lost their first game last night, man. You gotta, you know, lose eventually. So that 18 game winning streak over. But uh, on the West Coast, with them two teams in the Staples Center, you got the Lakers at <coughs> 24 and three, best record in the NBA. And you got those those Paul George. 
and Kawhi Leonard Clippers at 20 and 8. So I think at the end of the season, it's going to come down in the West to the Clippers and the, and the Lakers. Ain't nobody else in the West touching them two teams. Houston going to look good. It's going to look, you know, fun to watch. They're going to get to that second round and either get eliminated by the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, LeBron been balling. Anthony Davis been balling. The Lakers bench been balling. Clippers look good on defense. They, they, they rest a lot of their players a lot uh, for that low management. And um, they they, de- they de- depend on defense, basically. They don't have a, a, an array of scoring unless you get a ball to Kawhi, Paul George, or Lou Williams. But if they not going, then it just ain't going to happen. Fam, I got a question for you. What is up with this pussy ass load management shit, man? Load management is something that Kawhi Leonard has made a thing. And if you pay attention to like the day to day interaction with the media and the players and the interviews and the shit that, that, that they ask these players, it's about load management. They ask LeBron James. And I'm just going to look at it from a full scope around the whole league. He started it, and players are avoiding it because it looks weak. But he can get away with it because, hey, I just went and won a championship with a team that's never won a championship on my own in one season. He was in Toronto one year and won a championship. Gave, gave bragging rights to, to mil- a whole nation. This a whole country just won a championship. So now Kawhi Leonard can get away with, hey, I want to take all three games and rest my body because y'all know I had that crazy injury when I was in San Antonio and we got into that beef and that's why I got traded to Toronto so from now on it's load management so I'm gonna call it the uh, Kawhi Leonard rule load management look I'm gonna call it fact I you can look at it look, like look, that look, why you I, think look, all the fact. players is, is denying that shit like no I ain't, listen, I'm playing listen, every night I listen, ain't load managing listen that's, I, they look, putting that on look, Kawhi look, and PG look I understand I appreciate all of that shit you know I get the whole strategy and uh, the analytics and all of that shit, but listen. Mm-hmm. Fam, this is me to you. Mm-hmm. That's some bitch shit. It is. It is. If you good enough to go, go, my nigga. No, it's just even... Just, this, and it's that's just some my, old... And this bro, is my that's personal... Some old, this that's is my some personal old, Bro, that's some old... I'm on fucking IR until we make the playoffs and then I'm ready to go. This is my personal opinion about that, though. And this and this the, the part I'm... This that fuck will fuck me up about it. Say I playing some shit with my son and we do this shit months in advance and I didn't took the time off of work, saved the money up, got the tickets and my son whole thing is I want to go see Kawhi Leonard play against LeBron James and, and he don't fucking play this nigga don't play he, DN- yeah, he DNP bro but see that's my point I don't know point. he DNP that's my point I got to the game and now we look at the lineup card and but look look DNP look look my look, son like, look this is the way you can know that's that's look, what I don't this fucking faggy done, faggot ass shit he don't do the uh, back to backs bro so all you gotta do is check the fucking schedule you can but he does have games where he'll, he'll just pop up and DNP and it don't have nothing to do with a back to back and I'll be looking like whoa so, that shit, man. So that's that's the only thing I don't like about it. But man, like I was just saying, aside from the Lakers and the Clippers, it's, it's Milwaukee, man. Um, I think it's gonna be the Lakers and the Bucks in the finals, man. I think Giannis gonna get back to back league MVPs. I, I definitely think he gonna get that. But my question to you is this: Has has he stepped up his um, 
his game outside of the post. Because yes. you remember last year uh, you pull when, up, they, when, they, when they put that wall up there, that boy was just like he was lost. If you put up, uh, if you pull up the current statistics right now, ESPN just ran it. Giannis is actually shooting from the three better than 70% of the league. Really? So he's taking that three. He's not he's not afraid to step up and take that take that uh outside shot now. And his defense has increased. He's he's averaging a block and a half to two blocks a game. Okay. His rebounding has went okay. up. His point guard skills and vision has went up. So he's controlling the ball. It's almost a mirror of that LeBron James style <coughs> or that Magic Johnson style of play. I'm a big body, but I can control the, the narrative on the on the court. I can navigate from a big body perspective. How do you stop that? A big man playing point guard. So that's what I like about Giannis's development. It kind of mirrors that Magic Johnson, LeBron James type of you know game or whatever, man. So yeah, man. I right. just know this. I can't wait to see LeBron and AD versus Kawhi and Peachy. I can't wait. That's it. I wish I could be in Hollywood for it. I wish I had. Look, yeah. I would want front row seats, but to me, it'd seem a little pointless because I don't want to get caught up in that traffic after that. I wish we could go to LA and just do a show live from Staples Center. We ain't even got to get tickets to, to get in the game. That'd be fucking bananas. Because I've been to Staples, I've been to side Staples. I worked in Staples before when I worked at Disney, man, and um, it was dope. It was dope as hell, man. And just the vibe in L.A. I got my first tattoo done in L.A. Um, shout out to L.A., man. That was that was dope out there. So, like you said, man, I can't wait to see Lakers and the Clippers, man. That's going to be a war, man. I mean, I, I got I, it going seven. I've been to Staples once, you know. I went in there, and they had all their printer paper and fax machine shit and all of that. And oh, you talking about I paper. asked them, okay. could I pee? And they told me, not if you're not buying pens or some shit. Damn. So, I had to go, so. Damn, that's, that's the closest I got to Staples. That's crazy. <coughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Lakers Clippers, then Lakers Bucks. Brian gonna get his fourth championship. <clears throat> ah, one of the first players to win a championship with three teams if he do it. <clears throat> That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, man, just closing out a little bit. Back to this 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 good Girl Scout man. Um, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. I'm hold, feeling listen, it. listen, listen, listen. You told me I could have one of these, man, and I gotta get one, man. It's a Maddie Eddie's yummy strawberry edible. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking this to the face, bro. I'm taking this to the face, and look, look, no, no, no. Fuck that shit, B. I'm taking this to the face. I'm slamming the last beer mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, I got. I'm mm-hmm. going for the last one that's in the six-pack. Because mm-hmm. that's what we do. We kill a six-pack, mm-hmm. we smoke a few blunts, and we talk our talk. Now, I'm going to slam this last beer after I eat this gummy. And I'm going to get that last cold one. I expect to be on some whole nother other shit. Oh, this shit. This shit look like this is sour. It's actually really sweet. It is. It's one okay. of the better ones. Okay. We had we had to buy a different. You had to go through, yeah, some we, shit uh, to uh, find her out. We we bought like almost thirty packs of these different flavors to get to the right flavor. Okay. This is the best one. Now it's not the most potent one. I have a more potent one. 
that like when you take it out of the pack, you can smell like fucking weed. Yeah, it smells like weed. I'm not gonna lie. Very strawberry, very sweet. No real taste of weed, cause like you say, I've had a lot of edibles that they're real weed heavy. And Nigga. this is Medi Eddie's Yummies Strawberry. So let me tell you real quick, real quick. Okay, it's a candy. Okay, okay. hold on. Let me look, look. Go ahead. While you say that, I'm gonna down this. Like I said. Yeah, do that. Do but, that. It's a candy or whatever. Yeah. So growing up. Niggas ate sour patches. That's what this fuck this is. It's all that's all it is a sour patch. But but the thing is, I bought this specific flavor and let me see how many milligrams? A hundred. Cause it gives you that nice mellow mellow high. And it also tastes like real candy. So You talking some fucking C B D shit. It's a nice it's a nice balance. You, you know talking what like, a, like some C B D shit? What is it? Sativa or Heavy? No. Actually, this would be a 50 50. Because they making it as if they making it. Bro, you know I love hybrids. Yeah. It's like, an, it's like a recipe. They, they, they did this 50 50. They ain't even play around with it. Okay. But. Okay. I usually eat two. Usually two? Yeah. That's why there's always two left. Ha. Cause you got two, 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 two. Okay. How many coming? No pressure. No, no, no. How many coming in the back? Uh, it was several. And I, I don't several in the back. Like, was it like ten in there? I don't know. Twelve. Yeah. I just know it says keep out of the reach of children. Made in a marijuana facility. That's what the fuck I'm talking oh, about. There's been no kids here in the studio. So. Twenty minute activation time. Fuck! I should have took this earlier. Wonder weed activate. You know Why? what I mean? I should have took this shit earlier. Hi man, what's a strand that you heard of that you haven't had yet, man? Fuck man, um, would you believe me, bro? All the dope I smoke, man, I've never had no moon rocks. That's it. I've never had moon rocks, bro. I but, did. No, I have. You know, I, you know, but you know what I want. What? Excuse me. I want this shit I had years ago. I was working out in fucking Livonia, man. This mm-hmm. dude put me up on it, man. It's called Nigerian Nightmare. I had that before. Bro, no. When I say this shit was so motherfucking potent at that time, I fell asleep in my car with the car running and the lights on and the sounds banging and the doors open. I want to say... Smack. One of the, the, one of the first dispensaries on the east side over there on Seven Mile and Van Dyke. Shout, shout out to... Uh, Des. Right there behind the gas <laughs> station. Y'all there listening, Des. Right there behind the gas station? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, had the okay. Nigerian nightmare. And had some Holy Grail. Holy I think Grail. I bought Holy I Grail in Nigerian Nightmare uh, at the same time. Uh, Literally like two thousand, what we gonna say, y'all, like fourteen, maybe? Dude, remember when I was used to be just like a fucking candy shop, like you pull up and I just had like all different type of fucking flavors for your ass and shit. Hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Fun times. Definitely, definitely. I'm not mad at this Girl Scout cookie. Earlier this week, I've been fucking with, um, I done had some fucking Gorilla Glue. I done had some G4. Um, what's some shit you heard of that you, that you want? Man, right now, 
Um, shout out to 420 Dank once again. Yeah, I'm plugging y'all, man. Um, shout out to my dog, B Cotton, over there at uh, 420 Dank, too. Um, my nigga, B Cotton, told me about the, uh, the joint called Cereal Milk. Cereal Milk. Yes, so, uh, so right now, 420 has... Gary Payton and they have cereal milk. Okay. 31% THC. Um like 70 30 in the gut to sativa joint and um yeah. Haven't had cereal milk. I've had the Gary Payton. Man, fire. Gary Should we Payton. Sm- we smoked that Gary Payton last time. We smoked that Gary Payton and that fucking uh, the runs. We had the runs last time. We had, no, we had, we, the, you had the Gary Payton too and the fucking uh, Gorilla Glue. Oh yeah, we we had we had the Gorilla Glue, the Gary Payton, and the runs. Yes, that's what it was. Yep. And we had a mystery one too, by the way. So. <laughs> but that's cool, man. But yeah, man, I need to try that cereal milk at four twenty, man. I'll be making a trip there soon, man. Um. You've been listening to the B&B Report. We're going to be back at y'all. Same time, same same place next week. Um, I just want to cover a few of the platforms. We are on six platforms. I repeat, Humble Flex. I repeat, six platforms. Humble Flex. Uh, if you're down for it, you can download Anchor and um, create your own station and... Um, venture off into the same things that uh, some of us others are uh, we also have Google Podcasts here Spotify Breaker Overcast and Pocket Cast so there you have it man it's your boy Mike G in a place to be man um, shout out to the east side shout out to the west side Detroit all the uh, good Coney Islands all the bad Coney Islands can kick rocks and close the fuck down to get boarded up, bitch. Uh, yeah, East Side, Red Zone. Tom. Um, shit, man. Uh, all I can say is the best Coney Islands are Coney Islands that you could get murdered or robbed in. That's a fucking <laughs> fact. That's a fucking fact. Well, I was just at Coney time, so he might be fucking right. Because the whole That's time I was in line, I was like, where my food? Let me get the fuck up out of here. hurry up and get the fuck. Why you think I go through the drive-thru? I was in the drive-thru, and I called it in. It's the facts. I would have got my food faster if I would have got the fuck out the car <laughs> and walked in that bitch. Look, but you done risked your no, life. No, no, nigga. They had my food ready. Yeah. It was a car in front of me, and they gave me my food. And the car in front of me looked back like, this what the fuck is food? Because hey, see, Coney Town got two windows. Yeah. They got a first window and a second window, yeah. like a McDonald's in that bitch. Yeah. And uh, I rose up to the first one. They're like, yo, shit ready. Here, nigga. And the cars in front of me and back. I'm like, this nigga called that shit. Hell I pulled no. off, man. But yeah, man. That's fucking crazy. That nigga got a point. All the good Coney Islands. <laughs> you could die at. Yeah. Facts. Coney Town. Roberts. No. Yeah. I ain't going to Roberts, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He said something about the platforms. That was six different platforms, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, One, six. two, three, four, five, six. six. So you know what that means? Soon to be yes. seven and eight. Look, we definitely gonna look. Give y'all some Instagram and some YouTube uh, looks, look, man, look, look, look. in the future. Look, I would like to thank all six of you motherfuckers who listen to this shit. If it wasn't for you six niggas, this shit wouldn't be possible. So you right, know what right. you do? You stay tuned, and I'm gonna stay high. 
Holla at me, bitch.